God bless you, and welcome to the Defending the Message podcast. I'm your co-host, Pastor Jesse Smith, and we're here with our other co-host. And I'm Aimee Menley. It's been a while, and it's good to be back here. Hallelujah. It is great to be back, and we're looking forward here to part three of our Sister Who Is Testimony. And as we said, you know, God has done great things in our sister's life. I've been so blessed listening to the first two parts of our sister's testimony, things that I never knew about or things that I've just learned about. It's so wonderful to see how God works with his children. And we know our sister is a, certainly a child of God, and we're grateful for all these testimonies God has done in her life. It's a real blessing to see how the Holy Ghost is moving in her life. Well, by God's grace, we'll jump right into these testimonies and enjoy what the Lord has brought to our sister's remembrance about the things that God has done for our sister. So we're going to start with our first testimony from our sister. Uh, the first testimony is from 2020 with her dad who had cardiac arrest. And so explain it, what happened. So from my remembrance, um, I was on vacation that week. Um, it was during the week of my birthday. And that night I was helping my parents with some um, paperwork. It was on their taxes and I was just trying to go over some things with them to make sure they understood it properly. And that was when my parents were already getting ready for bed and um, I'm trying to get ready for bed too. And so, you know, they were happy, joyful um, at that moment at night. And so I'm like, okay, I'll go to bed too because I'm tired. <laughs> I wanted to go to bed. So I went upstairs, got, got into bed. And five minutes later, I hear my mom screaming and she was calling my name from the stairway and she's she she was she was frightened because she said my dad was not responding to her and I'm like oh but he was just okay like a few minutes ago so I I rushed out of the bedroom and I ran downstairs to their bedroom and my dad was just laying on the bed like lifeless like he wasn't moving wasn't responding or anything so I had to me and my husband, we had to like drag him off the bed onto like a harder flat surface and start CPR on him. Um, and while calling for one of my siblings to, to call for an ambulance. Um, and after the ambulance came, they put my dad on one of those stretchers and wheeled him to the vehicle. All I remember, I, I said to myself, like, my dad will be okay. Everything will be okay. And that night, um, I remember me and my husband, we were just praying that everything will be okay, that my dad's going to come out of the hospital fine, and nothing bad was going to happen. And then throughout that week, I know my mom, throughout the week, she she was nervous about my dad. Um, you know, she, she was just scared and afraid that what if my dad passed away? And, you know, I, she was always urging me to to pray for the situation, to have God move in it, and to get my dad back um, and that he won't pass away. And, you know, I, I try to keep my mom encouraged, you know, like, yeah, we'll, we'll keep, you know, my dad in prayer and, and pray that God will just move to, to heal my dad and that he can come home. I didn't get to go to the hospital to go see my dad or anything while he was there. On the following day after it happened, I called up Pastor Jesse and I was telling what happened. And for some reason, pa Pastor Jesse, you were just very bold about 
about God moving in our favor. And I don't know what God was saying to you, but you were saying that the mountain was going to be moved, and you just woke up being bold and had a lot of faith for some reason. You didn't know what, but it was just for that instance. And we ended up praying, and the weeks went by. We just kind of prayed that Quill's uh, dad would come out of a coma, and you know, we, we put our faith together, and I really believe it came down to Brother Vang when he went to go visit his dad with that prayer cloth. And as soon as he, he spoke, uh, he said um, that the coma was lying vanities and his dad was going to be well. And uh, I believe that prayer got heard and mm-hmm. that mountain of that sickness that her dad had, he came out of it the following day. And I'll, I'll let Pastor Jesse, I'll let you explain it more in detail. Yeah, brother, I remember that morning specifically. It was during COVID, and I'm a school teacher, so we were kicked out of school. And we had to go home and do the virtual online learning, which wasn't very fun. Uh, but that morning, the Lord woke me up at 4 or 4.30, and I had three verses on my mind. I can never remember the first two, but the last was from Proverbs where it said, there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And I thought, this is such a weird way to wake up. I normally don't wake up like this. And so I went to my computer, I did my prayers, my morning routine and everything. I got right to work on the schoolwork. And then I saw somebody call me, his brother, amen. And so he said, uh, who is dad? Had a cardiac arrest, can you pray? And I'm like, oh yeah, let me step out from my office. So I step out of the house onto the deck and the, the, the early morning sun was rising. And you're right, I just felt really bold at that moment. You know, it was just, it was just God preparing us and... I said, brother, I just woke up this morning. The way I woke up, I said, let's speak to the mountain of this heart condition and let's command it to move in the name of Jesus Christ. So we prayed together and I just said, I rebuke that mountain. I command it to move. And I said, he's going to come out well by God's grace. And so that was it. And then, uh, like you said, weeks went on and um, uh, the family couldn't visit him. And I'm sure at some point, Brother Vang will record his testimony. Uh, I'm sure Brother Vang could really add a lot to this, but... um, I love our sister's perspective, our brother Amen's perspective on this, because you guys were right there, right at the beginning, and you had the burden. I love what the Holy Ghost told you. It's going to be all right. So I think that was, that was prophetic. And then my speaking it, and then also Brother Vang's faith to go there. And so sister who is brother, Brother Vang, was given the option of not resuscitating him, and they offered him that paperwork, but Brother Vang did not sign that paperwork. And also, you know, uh, there was a church that was praying for him to be ready to die. And the whole time, our church was praying for him to be ready to live because we knew that God was a healer and all things were possible with God. And so then, as you said, Brother Amen, you know, Brother Vang went in there with a lot of faith. And that was actually inspired by a sermon God gave me about the book of Philippians. And I showed in the book of Acts where the book of Philippians started. It started with people that had faith uh, like Lydia and the Philippian jailer. And then out of that ministry came forth the prayer cloths. Paul had special miracles through the prayer cloths, and that was the church of Philippi that saw a lot of these miracles. And so while I was preaching, that thought came. Brother Jose gave me a prayer cloth from Brother Branham. And I think I said, Malachi, go get that prayer cloth. And we brought it out here, and that was the moment where Brother Vang was believing, Jose was believing, Sister Hua, Brother Amen. We were all believing. And this was a great testimony of just everybody putting our faith together. And it wasn't long after that, Brother uh, Vang laid that prayer cloth on his father. And I think within a couple days, he woke up. Uh, His speech wasn't understandable, but 
within a week, he was understandable. And then I think within the second week, he was home completely well, just like the Holy Spirit told Sister Hua, it's going to be okay. And just like the Holy Spirit spoke through me, he's going to come out of there completely well. And so the mountain of cardiac arrest moved by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we just thank the Lord for touching Hua's father and, and Bang's father. And, and it was such an encouragement, especially during COVID, with all the lockdowns and all the misinformation and all the lies coming out of the media and everything. It was such an encouragement to see the healing power, the divine healing power of the Holy Ghost. You know, for a while I called it a miracle, but really it wasn't instantaneous. You know, it was more like a, a healing that took place over time. Now, I'm, I may still consider it a miracle, yeah, but at the same time, it was just so wonderful. Such an encouragement in one of the hardest times of our lives to date, where God did such a supernatural work and answered our prayers. Praise the Lord. Our second testimony uh, deals with something that happened last year in 2022. In December 2021, the Lord Jesus Christ brought Brother Austin back from Arizona. Of course, we have his testimony on previous podcasts, but an awesome part of him coming back was bringing another child of God back with him, uh, his girlfriend, now fiance, Sister Lena. And so God did that in uh, December 2021. And of course, we remember it was Lena's faith that caused him to come. So God had already placed this gift of faith inside of Sister Lena's heart to be able to leave everything she ever knew, leave her family behind and come to her spiritual family, uh, the family of God, the body of Christ. Now, after living in Akron for eight months, um, it was discovered that there was mold in Sister Lena's apartment. So we were burdened and it just all kind of came to a, a point like we've got to get Sister Lena out of this apartment. And by God's grace, you know, we were able to do that, but then she didn't have a place to stay. So I think we'll have Sister Hua share kind of how it came about that Sister Lena moved in with Sister Hua and Brother Amen and how that was a great testimony about the love of God in the church and how it helped them personally. And we know it helped Sister Lena, we know it, and we know it helped you. So it would be awesome to see how God put that burden upon your heart. And of course, this fulfills the love of God that we should have in the Book of Acts Church. So last year in the summertime, um, me and my husband, we were um, staying with my parents. And um, at that time, you know, uh, my parents were wanting us to move out our own, on our own, which we were okay with it. We were in the process of looking for a place to stay. And it was during our um, church anniversary weekend. And a brother from Napoleon came down and he he preached and taught the word on Saturday. And right after this, right after um, the service, and you know, people were going up in line. They were getting ready to be prayed for, and I was at my seat, and I was debating as to whether I should go up, and I, I wasn't sure, but I, I just felt a huge burden, like to just go up and get prayed for. But I didn't know what to um, be prayed for, so I'm like, okay, I, I'll just go in line and just ask that God will put the words in my mouth to speak and ask the right thing, and that's what I did. And I went up for prayer that um, I would consecrate myself and that God will use me for his service, whatever God wanted to use me for. And the brother looked at me and he said, Sister, God is going to use you mightily. And I thought, okay, I'm not too sure what it is, but I, I'll, I'll just I'll just believe that. And so I got prayed over and went to my seat. And then the week 
Monday and Tuesday came, and that's when my husband, he received a text message from our pastor about, you know, a brother and a sister in our church who need housing. And I I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, I'll pray on it, and if God moves me to do it, then I will do it. And which, in which God did put it on my heart to house one of our sister. And that's what happened. We got opened up an apartment for us, and then the sister came and stayed with us for a few weeks, and we housed her. And this also happened. <laughs> I was in prayer throughout the week, throughout those couple of weeks, and God put it on my heart that the reason why we left my parents' house was to be a blessing and to house Sister Lena because of the, the, the problem that they had with their their apartment. And so, you know, I, I was just joyful about that. I'm like, oh, okay. So it isn't so bad after all. <laughs> so I thank the Lord for it. So after all of that happened, God blessed us two to three months afterwards in September where we actually had a revival with the Lord, like one we never had in such a long time. And I don't know if anyone else had it that I could think of that year, but we were really happy in the Lord. It was like coming back to our first love. And we went through such a hard year, but yet God still blessed us with his holy presence. Okay, so I was praying a lot for for um, Amen, that he would draw himself closer to God, and that... Um, he would invest in his time in the Lord. And so God really did answer that prayer. Um, Amen did start investing his time in the Lord again. And after listening to some sermons, one f- from Brother Brooks and from Brother Cam, um, God gave Amen a revelation of getting in the spirit. And, you know, Amen spent and invested his time in doing that and received the revival and he came home from work and he was telling me all about it and so I'm like okay that sounds wonderful I'm gonna do that too and see if I get the results as well and I know it was a day that I I received minds too I was I was investing my time in the Lord and I was praying a lot reading the scripture a lot listening to sermons and I remember just crying and praying and rejoicing in the Lord and and I received it right then too and I was so ecstatic and so happy that I remember running into like the bedroom and I'm like telling Eamon all about it it was a wonderful time yeah I just want to testify that even through our hardest moments in life God still God is still there with us to show us his grace and his kindness towards us like, even on our, our worst struggles, we get our best moments with the Lord. What a glorious testimony there, sister and brother. Amen. Beautiful to see how the Holy Ghost places burdens on our hearts before uh, we approach maybe a, a certain decision and how the Holy Ghost told you in advance he's going to use you mightily. And it's a mighty thing to take in someone who doesn't have housing. In Matthew 25, the Bible says that, Whatsoever you've done to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. I didn't have any shelter and you took me in and so so sweet of you to take in sister lena and my family was in that same situation 
when I was just a child, my mom and my dad lost his job, and so we were homeless, and my grandmother took us in, praise God. And no doubt I consider myself one of the least of Jesus' brethren, but I believe my grandma has a great reward because of what Jesus said. When you do it to the least of these, my brethren, you do it unto me. It's a great example, sister, of what we just read in 1 John 3.11. The message is love one another. And I just thought it was striking, you know, it was really beautiful. You know, you two are under the pressure of having to move out, the pressure of then moving in. And then right after that, you're just saying, oh, yeah, open it up. Let somebody come and live with us, you know. Because <laughs> there's, there's just always natural pressures that come along with that, letting somebody move in with you. But you were so open to it. So the Holy Ghost gave you that extra anointing of love. He gave you kind of like the, uh, he kind of foretold you in advance what was going to happen. God's going to use you mightily to house one of his daughters. Uh, it's just a beautiful example of what the message is, loving one another. Jesus said, you'll know they're my disciples because of their love one for another. And then he works out all things for his glory. You know, you were pressured to move out. And throughout all the pressures, then you're able to open up your home uh, to our sister. Again, a beautiful testimony of God using both of you to show the love of Christ to our sister. So this one was just recent, just maybe a few weeks ago, where we had a wonderful Wednesday night service. And I'll let Hul explain what happened. So it was on a Wednesday night, and um, um, it was right after service, and we were in the fellowship hall talking, and I decided to go to the restroom. And right when I walked in, um, one of the um, saints were in there, and she had tears in her eyes. And so I walked over to comfort her, and I asked her what happened. I thought, you know, someone said something wrong to her, and that's why she was hurt, and they didn't apologize. And so, you know, I, I just did my best to comfort her. And um, she told me that um, she was having mind battles and that Satan was fighting her and that um, she was being told that she was alone. And so I, I comfort her with the word of the Lord, and I decide to pray for her that she will get delivered from this and to remind her that God is always with her and that God loves her and that she is under um, Papa Eagle's wings. Yeah, so this saint, of course, you're talking about is one of my daughters, and my daughter is a faithful servant to the Lord, claims to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and has a real heart for the Lord. And so she was going through a difficult time of tests, mind battles, and without a doubt, the Lord Jesus anointed you, Sister Hua, to speak the words about being under Papa Eagle's wings. It reminds me of Proverbs 15:23, a word spoken in due season, how good it is. So here you are, you're after service, you're just fresh under the worshiping of God, and you, you see a saint who's down, and instantly you show the love of Christ, try to lift them up, and you just speak God's word. And it was exactly what uh, my daughter needed to hear, because to try to encourage herself, she just opened up her Bible and just needed God to speak something uh, to encourage her in the midst of this mind battle, and she opened up to Psalm 91, verse 1, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so while this encouraged my daughter, she still needed a little more encouragement. And so then when she met Sister Hua in the bathroom and um, Sister Hua prayed with her there, Sister Hua entered into my daughter's trials and was able to just intercede right there. 
And then while she's praying, she spoke the same verse that my daughter had read previously from Psalm 91, verse 1. And it was a double confirmation to my daughter that she did not have to fear. She did not have to go through this battle because she could rest. She could have the confidence and know that she's resting under the shadow of the Almighty. We know God is the great Jehovah Eagle, and we're his little eaglets. The Bible says we're the carcasses. The eagles will be gathered at the end time. So we're, we're God's humble little eagles feasting on his word. But we have this great confidence that we're hiding under the shadow of God's wings. So my daughter testified that through Sister Hua's speaking the word of God, she had victory for numerous days afterwards. And she was no longer afraid of being alone because the word of the Lord came through Sister Hua, the same word that was in her Bible when it fell open on her lap and went right to Psalm 91. That's where her eyes went, right to was Psalm 91. And my daughter felt that Hua was bearing her burdens, and no doubt she was because she entered into her her battles, prayed for her, and that's just exactly what the Scripture says in Galatians 6, verse 2, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. So just a nice, sweet, humble example of how God wants to use all of us to encourage each person, no matter how old or how young they are, that as Christ bore our burdens, we are to bear one another's burdens. So I just want to thank you, Sister Hua, that the Lord used you to fulfill the law of Christ for my daughter. And so that really blesses my heart to know that saints in the church care about my children. And they're not going to overlook their burdens, but they're going to enter into their burdens and pray for them. So thank you for being a burden bearer for my daughter. So we come to the end of our sister's testimony. What a wonderful group of testimonies it was. And we just want to give our sister a chance to share any scriptures or any words from the Lord that she thinks would be an encouragement to our listeners. So God has put this on my heart, and he has told me this in a dream. And he told me to trust in him, to trust in him. And to make all my requests known unto him. And that really spoke to me to just keep me anchored in the Lord. No matter what trials I go through, to just keep him in, in, in every situation. Even though he sees it, just, just trust in him. E- even when you get to the point of not wanting to, to believe, just keep trusting in him. I hope that my testimony encouraged some of you to press on towards um, the mark of the great high calling, and God bless you all. Praise God. What a beautiful uh, last word there, sister. Of course, you mentioned about trusting and making your request known unto God, reminding us of Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and then uh, Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Thank you for those words, sister. I know they're from your heart. I know they're from your soul. And so we appreciate your testimony. And thanks for giving your time to share what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you. So we've come to the end of this series here. It's been a wonderful three-part series for our sister Hua. So thank you again, sister, for sharing what the Lord has done for you. I know personally there are so many more testimonies that you could share, but of course we can't share all of them. Uh, But I know there's been numerous times you've prayed for your husband and when he's been going through battles and God has heard your prayer. I know he's prayed for you and God's heard his prayer. So again, just a good example of a married couple that loves the Lord with all their hearts and 
Uh, we'll pray for one another, and the evil spirits have to go because the spirit of Jesus Christ rules the marriage. So it's a beautiful testimony. I know there's numerous examples of both of you praying for one another, and the authority of Jesus Christ rests upon you. Hallelujah. And you're able to speak to those mountains or speak to those evil spirits, and they leave. So we're very thankful for that by the grace of God. I hope these testimonies have been a help to you as they have been a help to us. And it's always encouraging to hear from the saints to see that people struggle, but yet they can overcome everything by the grace of God. And I hope you guys are encouraged. Feel free to contact us and get a hold of us if you guys have any questions. If you guys want to reach out or have any prayers answered, we're here to help you guys out too. We want to thank you and may you be blessed by the Lord and continue to defend the faith. Yes, thanks for downloading this podcast. We hope it's been a great encouragement. I know I've been greatly encouraged by all these testimonies, hearing them again and hearing new ones. I trust your heart is encouraged as well. God bless you, friends, as the Holy Ghost anoints you to defend the gospel of Jesus Christ. As Paul also said in Philippians 1 verse 17, he said, knowing that I am set for the defense of the gospel.